Welcome to Finish Well Homeschooling Podcast, where changing the world starts with changing the home, with your host, Meredith Curtis. I'm Meredith Curtis. Welcome to Finish Well Podcast, episode 177, Four Kinds of Exercise Every Teen Needs. This is for teens. This is for parents. And I really hope that you will be inspired to move a little bit more than maybe you've been moving before or move a little smarter. Maybe you're very active, but maybe there's some things that you're missing Or maybe you're going to finish this podcast and say, yep, I do all that. I'm so excited. Really, I'm just going to keep doing this the rest of my life. Teens, let me ask you a question. Are you worried about spending too much time in front of a screen? Maybe your phone, maybe your TV, maybe your laptop. And not enough time working out. Do you think, ah, I really, I'm really spending too much time on the screen. I need to spend more time physically active. Or maybe parent, you're thinking, I'm really worried about my teen's health. They don't get out in the fresh air. They don't get out in the sunshine. Exercise is a big part of staying healthy from birth to old age. And this is something very true. If you don't use it, you lose it. So it's very true with our muscles, especially as we get older um, and become elderly. If we don't use it, we lose it. So I want to talk about some basic, four basic kinds of exercise that all people of all ages, including teens, need. So if you're a teenager, you need these these four kinds of exercises. If you're 10 and you're listening to this podcast, you need these four kinds of exercise. If you're 45 and you're a parent, you need this kind of exercise. If you're 80, you need these four kinds of exercises. So I hope that you will realize that what I'm sharing with you today applies to all ages, except maybe babies and toddlers who do this all naturally. Um, and I um, hope to inspire you to form a workout routine that encompasses all these things, but is easy and fits into your schedule. So the four kinds of exercise our body needs are aerobic exercise, strength training, balance, and stretching. Some sports and workouts combine all of them. For example, ballet combines all four kinds of exercises, aerobic, strength training, balance, and stretching. Ice skating does as well. Water aerobics does. Swimming, diving, as long as you stretch before and after a swim, this does as well. Soccer, if you stretch before and after. English country dance, if you stretch before and after. And gymnastics does all four too. Those are just some, but they do all four kinds of exercises. So if you're like a professional ballerina or if you take ballet several times a week, then you're getting those four exercises. But I still want you to listen because I want you to know what they are and how they work and how you can add them to your routine. So I want to start with aerobic exercise. Aerobic exercise works the heart muscle. So, you know, when we think of exercise, we think of muscles like our leg muscles or our stomach muscles or I don't know if I have stomach muscles, (laughs) or our arm muscles, we think of those things. 
But um, aerobic exercise gets the heart pumping really fast and, and it works the heart muscle. And so it can also be called cardio, cardio, cardiac muscle. Your heart is called the cardiac muscle. Aerobic exercise makes our heart pump faster and harder. It also gives our lungs a really good workout too, because as our heart is working faster, then we need more oxygen. The oxygen has to get in there so it can get in the bloodstream so it can get to those muscles that are working to make our heart pump faster. So the lungs and heart get such a good workout from cardio. When you're doing cardio, you're going to feel short of breath. You are going to feel your heart pounding really fast, and that's good. That's what it's about. And let me just share with you some different ways to give your heart and lungs a workout. You can run. You can swim. You can dance. You can do ballet or tap or jazz or old. I love old English country dancing. It is so fun. It's really popular among homeschoolers in my area of Florida. And I understand why, because you just, you're just moving a lot. It's very social and it's very fun. You know, when you miss a step, everybody laughs and everyone has a good time. Square dancing is the same way. It's super fun, super fast. And ballroom dancing, ballroom dancing from waltzing to the tango, all of those things are, you know, all the, those kinds of dances are ways to get your heart moving. But here's more ways, water skiing, snow skiing, cycling, basketball, tennis, volleyball, football, soccer, gymnastics. Also, classes like kickboxing, Zumba, jazzercise, boot camp, all of those things will get your heart beating really fast. And interestingly, a lot of those things will also give your muscles strength training, which is the next exercise we're going to talk about. But as, as we're talking, I want you to just stop a minute and think. Of all those exercises I mentioned, or of course, there's a lot more sports that I didn't mention, like lacrosse, polo, things like that. What sounded good to you? What do you play? Maybe you're playing on a team. I have a friend who plays on a hockey team, and his team actually competes at the state and national level. And so, you know, he trains, and he does all these things as part of his training. He does stretching. He does strength training with weights in the gym. He does balance because, you know, when you play hockey, there's a lot of balance involved. And, of course, he works out his heart. So he gets all those things just by being part of a team. His team actually works out five days a week. Overwhelming. I cannot even imagine that's so much. So this homeschooling young man, he gets this aerobic workout, but he also gets all the other things by playing a sport. But maybe you don't play a sport, and maybe you like to do a combination of things. Like, you know, a, by the by playing a sport, maybe you're not on a sports team. But you like to play touch football with the guys in the neighborhood. You like to ride your bike. You like to skateboard. All of those are good things. So don't assume you have to be part of a team to get your aerobic exercise. There's a lot of ways that you can get exercise. Now, some some sports only require two people, like tennis or pickleball. But there's a lot of other sports that 
require a team. But then there's things you can do by yourself. You can go running. You can go power walking. You can go swimming. That Those things you can do alone. You can put in an exercise video and work out. That's all alone. So whether you're a social person or a private person or you like a combination of both, there's definitely an aerobic exercise for you. Now I want to talk about strength training. Muscle strength is the amount of work your muscles can do. Muscle endurance is how long a group of muscles can work effectively. And if you want to understand this, take a heavy book. If you want to understand muscle endurance, take a heavy book, hold it with one hand above your head. How long can you hold it? For a while, you can hold it okay because you're strong, but then all of a sudden your hand will start getting weaker and weaker. You think, I can't hold it anymore. I can't hold it anymore. Your muscles are given out. So that endurance, that's how, you know, gives you a picture of endurance. For muscle strength, what's the heaviest thing you can lift? That's how strong you are. So those are the two different aspects of um strength training is the muscle strength and muscle endurance. So you build muscle strength and endurance through strength training when you focus on a particular body part. You might focus on your abs and do sit-ups to work on your abs. You might have some free weights and maybe, you know, 10 pounds and you're lifting them and you're working your biceps. And so you're focusing on your arms and you're working your biceps, and then you do triceps. And so you're focusing on that part, and you're doing strength training. Or you might do strength training in the process of an aerobic workout. If you're running, you're building your leg muscles. If you're dancing, you're building your leg muscles. So all those things are an important part of strength training. When you say that someone who does strength training and they build big muscles, you can sometimes say, oh, wow, he's ripped. Well, do you know where that comes from? When you work out to build muscle mass, you actually damage or tear the muscle. And when the muscle repairs itself, it's bigger than before. So you rip the muscle and then you rebuild the muscle. And that's how strength training works. So you uh, you t- you tear it you rebuild it. And when you rebuild it, it's rebuilt a little bigger than before. Now, if you want to just be toned, you don't want to build bigger muscles, you do low weights and many reps. That will make the tear smaller, but it will still rebuild it and make it better. And then if you want to build big muscles, you use heavy weights and fewer reps. So, you know, many Many of us who are older, we just want to be toned, but um, there are people who want to build big muscles, and you can do that. Um, So strength training can happen in the midst of an aerobic workout, but you can also do workout with weights. You don't have to buy weights. You can get soup cans, and you can use them like free weights to do biceps and triceps. You can use your own body weight. As like when you do sit-ups, you're just using your body weight. You don't have to have a weight. So strength training, you can do it at a gym. You can do it in your bedroom. Uh, So there's a lot of ways that you can do it. The third kind of exercise workout that you need is balance. Balance is the ability to maintain poise and physical equilibrium in various positions. So standing 
with one leg, standing on one leg, is balance. So you, it would require balance to do that. And that's something, you know, you say, well, I, the sports I do, they don't require balance. And so you could just stand up in the morning and stretch, and then you could stand on one leg and then stand up for a minute and then stand on the other one. And then after you can do that easily, you can stand on one leg and you can lift your other foot and put it on your knee and stand for one minute. And so you can begin to work on little balance things just in the morning when you wake up, when you finish brushing your teeth. So those are things um, that you can do. But a good way to learn balance would be to do gymnastics, ballet, ice skating, soccer, and football. They all require balance. And so you just naturally do them as you play. You could get a balance beam and walk across the balance beam, one foot over the other, over the other. You can do that when you're out, you know, on the road and not on the road, like in the middle of traffic, but um, where there's a, a line, you can just walk along that line and stay perfectly balanced along those lines. So there's little ways that you can get your balance in if you don't just naturally have that. The, the final one is stretching. When you stretch a body part, you lengthen the muscles and associated soft tissue. So that's what stretching is. Um, you're just lengthening the muscle. Um, when we think of strength training, we often contract the muscle. But stretching improves flexibility. It maintains mobility. It increases our range of motion, it increases blood flow to the muscle group, it prevents injury, it improves posture, it improves sleep, it eases anxiety. Stretching is so good for you. Why do we forget to do it? I mean, and so you can just, you can give yourself a little five-minute stretching routine. When you wake up in the morning, you stand up in your bed, you just stretch up and reach for the ceiling and then you you grab a hold of one of one wrist with your other hand and you pull that over over to toward the opposite side and then you do the other and then maybe you take your hands and you put them down on the floor and just kind of stretch out your back then maybe you stretch your arms out so you can just kind of create your own stretching activity uh, every morning, and that does so much to relieve stress, does so much to just kind of wake you up. It's something that you would really enjoy. I'm not saying you have to do that, but that's one thing to consider. Most importantly, stretching before and after working out, it warms our muscles and keeps them from tightening up, preventing injury of bones, muscles, tendons, and ligaments. So that is really important. Stretching is really important. When I teach health, I teach a health class online at True North Homeschool Academy. And I've also written a health book, Healthy Living for Christian Teens. It's available at our website, powerlineprod.com. When I teach health, I always try to encourage teens. So if you're a teen, I'm encouraging you. 
take responsibility for your health. And one of the best ways that you can have a long, healthy life is to exercise. Nutrition is another big factor in there. A lot of other things, of course, but exercise is such a big thing. And it's the one thing that people usually give up when they reach adulthood and life gets busy. A lot of times they give up exercising and you're responsible for your health. If you're 14, you are responsible for your health and you can do things now that are going to impact your health for good for the rest of your life. So figure out what sports you like to play already and what sports you would love to learn to play. Being young, it's a great time, but you're never too old to learn a sport. Do you like large group sports like basketball, football, or soccer, or single sports like running, ice skating, horseback riding, or maybe just a small number of people like pickleball or tennis? Make a plan that includes all four. So make a plan for yourself that includes on a weekly basis, you're getting all four of these kinds of exercise, balance, stretching, strength training, and aerobic. And consider the benefits of at least one year of your life playing a team sport. And the reason I say that, and and by team sport, I mean where they're competing against other teams, because you get so much understanding of what goes into being competitive in how you train your body to win the prize. And that reminds me of a scripture where Paul says, I beat my body. I train my body to win the prize. He's kind of talking about the the games that people competed in back then, the racing, the races. And he's saying, just like an athlete, that's how my walk with the Lord is. So it really helps you understand what goes into training and you experience it. You get the, you know, the agony of defeat and the joy of winning, hopefully at least one or two games. And it's such a blessing to have that experience. So it just one time, you, you know, you don't have to do it for years, but I would consider just that as helping to build some physical discipline in your life. Another thing I would consider is to choose a lifetime sport. My friend, um, Cole, <laughs> Uh, plays basketball. He's 70 and he can beat a lot of 20 year olds. He loves basketball. If you looked at Cole, you wouldn't think, oh, he's a basketball player. He's not super tall at all. And I think he's probably my height and, uh, but he's just loves basketball and he has had a habit in his life that a couple times a week he goes out and plays a pickup game of basketball. My Aunt Joan played tennis. She's in her 80s now. She's an amazing tennis player. She's not as fast on the court as she used to be, but that's been a lifetime sport for her. So you may want to pick a lifetime sport, something that you can get good at. One of the things about having a sport is it's a great way to build friendships, to meet new people, especially if you play something like tennis or pickleball, where you can just go out and say, hey, anyone want to play pickleball? And people are there to do it. So here is the bottom line. Our bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit. Isn't that cool? And God gave us our bodies to take care of. We take care of our bodies to honor Jesus. And one of the best ways we can take care of our body 
is to exercise. So I hope that I have challenged you to think about sports in a new way and to get out there and to play some games and have some fun. And remember that while you're having all that fun, you're building lifetime habits and you're working out your heart, you're working out your muscles, you're working out your lungs, and you are doing the will of God to care for his body. So isn't that cool? The next time you go out and go for a run, you are being a blessing to your body and you are honoring the Lord. God bless you and have a wonderful, wonderful Work out. Thank you for listening to Finish Well Homeschooling Podcast with Meredith Curtis and the Finish Well team. Please listen in every first and third Monday of each month at 7 p.m. Eastern Time here at the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network. 